0: Hello, Sagittarius. Welcome. Thanks for listening to Embodied Astrology. You are tuned in to the Capricorn Season Horoscopes. This is a season that begins on December 21st, 2021 and ends on January 19th in 2022. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and a consulting astrologer. And my offering here is my interpretation, my read on the overarching themes, opportunities and challenges for your sign in the season ahead. As you listen, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. My read and my language may not always fully resonate for you, but notice what you are associating with, follow the threads of your own thoughts, and make the meaning that's meaningful for you. Feel free to take what works and leave the rest. I always encourage folks to tune in with horoscopes for their sun and their rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. You can also find written transcripts of these horoscopes there as well if you would prefer to read rather than listen. Before I jump into your horoscope, I'd like to let you know about two upcoming classes. On December 22nd, I'll be offering a Capricorn season and solstice workshop. This is a two and a half hour space holding. That includes an embodied practice, a creative, meditative visualization, and support for working with your own chart and your own natal placements in relation to this season's upcoming astrology. You definitely do not need to know astrology already to find benefit in what I'm going to offer. If you can't attend the live event, the recording will be available through January 19th. On January 8th, I'm super excited to welcome Janice Lee for a 2022 opening ceremony. Janice is a published author, a teacher, a shamanic healer, and a brilliant facilitator. Her workshop, The Dandelions Are Prophesizing, consists of a guided meditation, a free writing session, and a communal ceremony to assist in the transformation and alchemical process of letting go. Letting go is a huge theme in Capricorn season and in 2022. Letting go is not easy and it can be quite sad, but it also opens up a huge amount of potential and a huge amount of creative space. So I hope that you're able to join us for one or both of those workshops. If you'd like more information, you can find it at embodiedastrology.com. Please make sure to stick around at the end of this horoscope for some other updates and more information on how to connect with me and the Embodied Astrology community throughout the month and the upcoming months. All right, Sagittarius, welcome to Capricorn season. This is a season that comes after yours, and symbolically the movement from Sagittarius into Capricorn is the movement of an idea into a form of a vision or a dream into an action. Something is coming into form. You are building a body somehow. This is a season for you to meditate on manifestation. How do you accumulate support and resource for yourself, for your visions, for your projects, for your life? What is it that you are trying to build right now? It feels like there's something. When it comes to resources, you've got some figuring out to do. Um, What a precarious time it is for so many financially, economically. I just want to honor that. I don't know what your situation is it does feel like there are some interesting opportunities for you right now that have to do with potentials for making money, if that's the thing. Or on a slightly different level, but still kind of the same idea, there are some new opportunities for you right now to resource yourself in order to do a kind of work that is exciting. Which comes first, chicken or the egg? (laughs) Are you looking for money or are you looking for a job that you love? It's probably both. You're a fire sign. You're a Sagittarius. You want to feel that the effort that you're putting into your life is growing something, is cultivating something that you believe in, that's going to support you in the long term. I want to encourage you to recognize the many resources that flow into your life and particularly right now the resource of relationships or the resources of relationships this definitely can include other people's actual resources other people's access other people's money etc i'm going to get more into that later but first and foremost it's just other people Over the last year and a half, you have been reworking some narrative patterns around relationships. As we move into Capricorn season, as we cross the threshold of the solstice, I think something is clicking for you about how to orient yourself in relationships in this new way. Your focus right now is on your wants and your needs. Your focus is on how you self-actualize. And I'm not saying that you want to use people, but the feeling that I'm getting is that you want to be intentional about the time, the energy, the investments that you put into relationships, and you don't want to waste your resources. So you want to make sure that anyone that you're connecting with, that those connections are serving a purpose that they are supporting your purpose that said you need to support the purpose of the connections as well you have to invest in them as well it's not just a one-way street of you know do other people serve you you ha- it has to be mutual but there is something around choosing the right people in the right ways for the right things and making sure that you have clear agreements. The first 10 days of Capricorn season, which are the last 10 days of the year or so, there's a lot of concentration it feels like for you in uh, this area of like wants and needs and underneath wants and needs we have worth, self-worth, and issues surrounding desirability and attraction, can you get the thing that you want? Can you get what you want from other people by absolutely being yourself? I think that this is a good point of meditation for you. In any relationship where you feel like you need to be something other than who you are in order to get the thing that you want and need, um that is a relationship to definitely draw some parameters around and keep it conscious for yourself. There are many relationships like that for sure. I mean, relationships with employers, relationships with authority figures. Um, but ideally, relationships with friends and intimates and people who you're collaborating with in any way that actually really involves your energy on a regular investment, Ideally, what they want is you. And what you want is them. And nobody's getting caught up in some phony business. So tune in with any issues that are coming up uh, in this coming season that have to do with self-worth, that have to do with uh, do you have what it takes to get what you want, to have what you want. Because I think that this is an, there are some like important places for you to clarify that have to do with the ways that you sabotage yourself and that you might turn away from good news. Uh, you might turn away from abundance if you feel like you're not accepted, you're not wanted, uh, something like that. And while I definitely want to encourage you to advocate for your own worth and and really believe in your self-worth and choose relationships that honor and see you. Um, I also am feeling like there are some patterns here, some patterns of self-protection that you might want to be looking at because you're moving into some terrain that is about negotiating difference and coming into contact with new communities somehow some form putting yourself out there maybe in some way it feels like you're trying to make new friends or something like that or you're trying to restructure old friendships and in order to move into these new ways of relating you can't move in with the same patterns and it feels to me like there might be some old scripts that you want to um take a look at that have to do with value systems and self-worth complexes that could come up kind of automatically. And you don't want to make the assumption that that is necessary. You want to check it out first. So if you notice yourself feeling reactive, feeling like, well, I'm not going to get what I want here or they just don't understand me, or if there's a place where you're shutting down, or if you're starting to feel needy, like needing of attention or needing a resource or something like that, or I don't know, it's like, I feel like you could be encountering um, some power dynamics when it comes to getting what you want, and also feeling wanted. So again, make the meaning that's meaningful for you. This is going to show up for some folks in romantic relationships or just interpersonal connections. And for some folks, this is really showing up around work and like making money or building resource or stability in your life in some way. As we move into the new year, you are moving into a new cycle, a new phase in your life that for me feels like an increasing sense of belonging a softening into yourself. And in that softening, there is receptivity and reception of abundance. The world is an abundant place in many ways. And there is a lot of abundance in the world in many forms. I'm not on some like, you know, the secret type stuff, like, necessarily, I'm not going to tell you that just by visualizing what it is that you want, that you can attract it. But on some level, the magnetism that you have has so much to do with what you're filling your inner space with. And by your inner space, I mean your emotional space, I mean your psychic space, and I also really mean your mental space. Notice where your thoughts are going. If your thoughts are going into strategizing or scheming, if you're in scarcity mindset, then your nervous system is going to be uh, wiring in such a way that people around you will feel your stress. And they'll be less inclined to feel relaxed and abundant with you. Try and calm yourself down. If you find yourself in moments of scarcity thinking or survival thinking, and I I really want to say that with a lot of compassion, because I know that right now is so challenging for so many people. And again, I don't know who you are, and I don't know what your context is as you're listening. But I do know that there is so much stress right now about survival and stability and that's coming through in a lot of ways. It's financial, it is environmental, it is social, um, relational. There's a lot of destabilization that's happening in, in people's lives. And when we get into worst case scenario kinds of thinking, you know what, what you pay attention to grows, right? So if you're thinking about how everything is going to be really bad, then you're going to see how things are bad without bypassing anything, any of the real, actually hard shit that's happening. You don't know what's going to happen in the future, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be as bad as you think it will be. And if you can orient your thoughts and inner state, your emotional, mental, psychological state, uh, towards an openness a receptivity and maybe even peace or some kind of of, dare I say joy um, then your electromagnetic vibration what's coming off of you on a nervous system level is going to feel more attractive in the world around you for the people around you this is not me being woo woo, this is something that uh, is, is proven, right? Like, we respond to one another through our bodies, we notice each other's uh, bodily tension and facial tension, we register tension in the voice. On a nervous system level, we can feel if somebody is stressed out, You know, if you're sitting in a room and a person walks in, they're feeling really angry. It's like, you know, if somebody has a vibe, you know it, if somebody's feeling really hot, you know, and into themselves, it's like they have a charisma, there's something that's attractive about them. So my invitation for you is to notice how your mind responds to sensation. Because history is recorded in the body, history is recorded in the nervous system. And there are ways that we all respond to particular kinds of information, whether that's a person who looks a certain way, or a a particular kind of sound or a particular kind of event or something like that. There are ways that we've uh, all been habituated by our experiences and by our conditions. And that includes the experiences and conditions of our families and communities and, you know, the, the ways that we've learned to see the world or to expect certain things. And when any kind of familiar sensation arises, it's like, uh, oh, there's, you know, that type of person right there, our bodies will automatically respond to the programming in our nervous system. And that will happen before we even have a thought about it. First, our bodies will respond, and then we'll have a thought, oh, there they are when your body responds in a certain way, it shapes your thoughts. It shapes the capacity that you have to communicate. It shapes your availability for receiving and perceiving information. Notice what your mind does with sensation. Catalog it for yourself, research it, study it. What shuts you down? What blocks you? Alternately, what opens you up? What makes you feel excited? What makes you feel uh, abundant and generous and full? And start to practice the body states that you want to cultivate in your life. So if you want satisfying relationships, what does that feel like? If you want uh, abundance in your life, if you want to feel like you have enough, if you want to feel like you have plenty, what does that feel like? This is not a a quick fix pill that you're going to meditate for a week and then all of a sudden a million dollars is going to fall into your lap. But it is a long-term strategy for change. And we're all working in conditions of trauma. And I don't want to try and bypass that. There are plenty of ongoing stimulations in your life that will push you into fear patterning, that will push you into survival mode. And so you also really have to work with discernment and awareness. What triggers do you need to pay attention to? What are the signals that are Um, the ones that really tell you like now is a good time to shut down you know get out of here as opposed to what are the signals that just bring up the repetitive mindset that bring up the same old story and do you want to be following them anymore do you still need to be listening to them the first two weeks of january It feels like you're making a lot of new connections, mentally, potentially socially. I think a lot is opening up for you. You have a lot of new ideas, perhaps. And there's still a piece that you want to do around uh, wants and needs and the self-worth piece. So you're making some new connections. You're forming some new ideas. There is opportunity opening up. Mid-January, you're going to have to go into some kind of review process. Make sure that the ways that you're moving into these new opportunities, into these new connections, are sustainable. I don't know what that means for you, but we have time, energy, and money to be thinking about, and we also have desire. What do you really want? What do you really need? What is sustainable for you? uh, I mean, you're a Sagittarius, okay? You're a fire sign. So what is sustainable for you has to be, on some level, what you desire, right? You will sustain it if you desire it. And then time, energy, money, How do you um, move forward with this manifestation project practically? What are the things that you really need? Give some time for review. Give it all the way until the beginning of March. On January 17th, there is a full moon. And this is a full moon that highlights shared spaces. It's a full moon that highlights intimacy, vulnerability, and any kind of shared resource. A while ago I said, I'm going to get into other people's money, other people's resources, the interstitial spaces of intimacy and exchange and vulnerability. What are you giving and what do you receive? What kinds of avenues for exchange are you setting up? The more that you can be um, vulnerable, really, and open about what's coming up for you, and definitely if there's need, if there's desire, if there's investment, then there's going to be emotion. You know, the more that you can be um, clear for yourself about what feels vulnerable and just share that, the easier it is. This is a full moon that might highlight your tendency towards secrecy in some ways. It might uh, push you into a space where you feel like you want to hide. I'm going to encourage you to not hide, I'm going to encourage you to really stand in your power to know who you are and what you have to give and to trust in your worth and to trust in your value, to ask for what you want and need. And if you don't know, and if you feel freaked out, and if you feel exposed, to share that and to let others care for you because it's a totally human experience. And if you are dealing with people that can't hold that complexity and that vulnerability, then you probably don't want to be dealing with them. If you can share that and the people around you can hold it and they can say, yeah, I feel you, then those are your people, right? There's safety there. And I think that this is a full moon that is inviting you to trust in a different way. And this opens up a lot of new possibilities for you. And over the next two years, you are going to be exploring these possibilities really deeply. And it feels like you're going to change your life. Now, it depends who you are, how old you are, etc. And, uh, you know, maybe the changes won't be so profound for everybody or so extreme. But I think that two years from now, you're going to look back and recognize that your life is quite profoundly different. And my hope for you is that what starts to get opened up is a real... I mean, I'm going to use the word stability in your own body in your own way of being, that is grounded in a sense of self trust that is grounded in a sense of self worth, that is um, open, that is receptive, that is encourages connection that allows you to feel supported by others and allows you to support them in turn because the sense of stability is your own competency to be sure but it is also your capacity for relational reflectiveness it is also it the competency that you are looking for is the capacity to live in relational reflection in a sustainable way right the kinds of conversations that go I need this and someone hears you and says okay let me give it to you or wow I'd love to give that to you and I don't have it completely maybe I can help you think about how to get it you know we can be honest with each other but this is the kind of feeling that comes up for me when I tune in with that full moon and what's coming after it for you. All right, so any or all of that that is helpful and interesting, take what works, leave the rest. If you want more astrology from me, check out your year ahead reports. Those are hour and a half long readings special for your sign, where I give an overview of, again, my interpretation of the major themes, the opportunities and challenges in 2022 for you. Pre-orders are available now and the readings will be sent by January 10th. For support throughout Capricorn season and the months ahead, check out my membership and subscription offerings. You can subscribe to my monthly workshops, these two and a half hour long embodied spaces for reflection, self-awareness work and chart work and a little bit of astrology learning. You can also tune in with my virtual community space where there are lots of other astro enthusiasts folks who are learning about astrology working with their own charts and playing in synthesis between astrology and other healing and creative modalities if you're interested in learning astrology this is a wonderful place for you you might also be interested in my workshop series your chart is a body that's an introduction to embodied chart reading where you learn the primary components and building blocks of reading charts through embodied practice and an experiential somatic lens you can find all of those offerings and more at embodiedastrology.com you can also follow me on instagram at embodied for regular astro updates If you enjoy this work and if it brings benefit into your life, please consider helping to support and sustain it. These horoscopes and transcriptions are offered for free. Your financial donations are so appreciated and so helpful. You can find a link to donate one time or become a recurring monthly donor in the show notes. Other great ways to support this work include sharing with your friends and networks and leaving affirmative reviews on your favorite listening platforms. Sagittarius, I'm wishing you all the best in Capricorn season and beyond. Bye for now.